Welcome to our Friday Night Mike Night TNT podcast, The Dynamic Duo. I'm Brianna. And I'm Nate. And we want to welcome you to our Friday Night episode, episode four, uh, From Tinder Screwed to Coupled. And we invite you to grab a glass of wine, join in with us. Our little tradition here. Yeah. So cheers, Cheers to you all. (laughs) Cheers to you all. So we are excited to kind of recap a little bit of our week and tell some stories and some funny things that happen. Um, But first, we want to give a little bit of an intro. And first of all, thank those of you that have followed us on Facebook and are reacting to the podcast in a positive way. We appreciate that. We appreciate some of the feedback we've received as far as just the content and some things that we can improve upon. And um, we're excited to, to keep this rolling. So the premise of this podcast is um, to create handicap awareness. We discuss in our very first episode that Nate was born with spina bifida and has been in a wheelchair most of his adult life. The second thing that we want to promote is spreading positivity, creating a positive environment, and um, teaching people to overcome obstacles. So that that is the three things that we are looking to accomplish in every episode. For sure. So let, yeah. So let's now roll into <laughs> and get this going. No pun intended. No right? pun intended. No. So we Nate and I were just kind of talking about our week. We had a we had a pretty fun week. So last we last Friday night, what were some we interesting doing? things, <laughs> some fun things, but we always have fun, right? And and we find humor and we laugh every day, right? For sure, laughing and smiling is healthy. <laughs> so last Friday night, um, we had the honor of attending a local event called Project Pinked, and it is for primarily breast cancer survivors. And there were also a room full of other women and men that had survived certain types of cancer and they were invited up to on stage and um it was it was a very humbling uplifting yes kind of thing for all those people more than i thought that battled cancer or breast cancer and fought it beat it and you know there's still you know, you're still fighting it throughout your life but you know everybody that beat that cancer and still looking good still doing well you know it was amazing to see that kind of that kind of turnout Definitely. And and the support, I think, was one of the best things to see. I actually ran into a, a friend from high school. We were, we were invited by a good friend right now who's a survivor. And in the interim, I, I ran into a friend from high school that survived uh, cancer recently or is in a remission. And she noted that when they were invited up on stage, it just felt overwhelmingly full of love. And I thought that was incredible to see so many, I mean, it was a little sad to see so many women cross that stage um, that had battled this disease, but it was also very uplifting. Oh, for sure. And we love to go to the events where you see all the kinds of support. You see the connection of the community. You see people, you know, happy smiling having a great time it's always nice to see that that connection with the community and then involved in the community and all that support you don't always see it nowadays but it's always nice you know that was a great event you know and we'll talk more about that what we did but um well yeah and i guess one thing that really stood out to me is i mean obviously the the men and the women in the room that were survivors but when they were raising money one of the things that 
the survivor said on stage when she was asking for donations is she said, it's just a date night out. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, you and I looked at each other and we were like, gosh, that's, it is. It's, it's so simple, right? If everybody took an opportunity to maybe, you know, take one or two date nights a month and put that toward something that would help people in the community to cover their bills or cover, you know, I mean, a mortgage for someone else or a car payment or even just a couple tanks full of gas. What a difference that donating to all these make. charities. It's one night out could be a hundred bucks or more. So Put that one time aside, donate to a charity, donate to a cure, donate to a research, and you're going to do so much more in this world and feel like you provided support, feel like you um, got involved into making a difference. Right. Just one date night out. Right. And and so we, we gladly did that yes. and we'll continue to do that. Um, but we did have a little bit of a mishap toward the end of the toward night. Toward the end of the night, you know, <laughs> we've had some wine, you know, have some, you know, some beverages and we thought it was a great idea to go all the way across the next connecting hotel. Like, yeah, this is closest to my truck, closest to the parking space. Why we go inside? Well, <laughs> and look, I mean, we had to park far away. So we did. It was it was packed. Like I said, it was nice to see everybody. Yes, it was great that it was a packed house, but there were absolutely zero handicap stalls left when we pulled up. So we ended up having to park at the very far end of an adjoining hotel. So when we went down to where the event was, and we were leaving at the end of the night, it was dark. I had been in high heels all night. So my feet were so... I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so we, we ended up going down this long corridor through two hotels and out the side door. And I didn't realize that when we went outside, the doors behind us locked and you had to have a room key. And I think I mentioned that in a podcast <laughs> earlier that of what happened to me when Elevator doors locked behind me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the irony. Here, here I am experiencing <laughs> yep. it with like, you. Like, uh, oh no, nightmare from, from the past. <laughs> Look behind me, the door's locked. <laughs> <laughs> right. However, this time you were not in a sports wheelchair and there was nothing to strap you to to pull you up the hill. And then I started having nightmare flashbacks <laughs> of pushing you through the sand a couple of weeks ago. Um, so if you haven't heard episode three... I, w- I would invite you to go back and listen to that one. Um, She's like, oh, I got to push him up. This <laughs> What happened? <laughs> right. So let's paint the picture. We're standing out there. The door's locked behind us. Hey, babe. Yes. I wasn't standing out there. I was standing out there looking at you sitting out there thinking, <laughs> how are we going to get up that hill? So there was, uh, it was a dead end. And then there was a, lo- a pretty large hill. I mean, not not, not anything that was. I mean, it was a it was a pretty steep hill, but not very tall steep hill. <laughs> right. So what happened? I panicked. I was like, "What? What? I, I can't push you up that hill in my high heels." And this, you know, I can't I can't have another sand episode in a in a regular wheelchair. So as as Nate over here is being, I got this. Right. I'm gonna figure this out. So what'd you do? So what I did, I'm like, babe, don't worry about this. Got out of my wheelchair because there's no way I'm going to push myself up that steep hill. (laughs) And I just tossed my wheelchair on top of the hill and crawled, (laughs) sorry for my language, my ass up there um, and got back in my wheelchair. Had a little bit of nice clothes on there. I don't think I I just kind of hop monkey hopped up there. (laughs) 
it, it was a, a learning experience for me in two ways. Uh, you will not ever be in a situation where you won't figure it out. And secondly, it taught me that I just need to calm down in situations <laughs> and not panic when I don't know what's next. Yeah, it put me in the bad situation. I'm like, babe, I always will figure this out. Don't worry about me. Right. You just have to walk up that. I know you're in heels. <laughs> I can But manage. you just had to walk up that grassy hill a little bit. And I just had to throw my wheelchair on t- up the hill. Right, right. So you're probably wondering why we're talking about all of, all of these things when the title of the podcast is from Tinder Screwed to Coupled, and we will get there. So Tinder Screwed to Coupled is going to, we're going to talk a little bit about our, our experience with dating apps and just some funny experiments and things that we encountered during our, our single time, and, and mine was more brief than yours. And we'll roll into that later. We will roll right in. And, uh, but again, just some funny things that happened. So when we talk about, you know, the positivity, that was an event we attended last Friday. This week, we had the opportunity to go see Pitbull, um, the, the artist, the yep. Mr. Worldwide in concert. And I mean, I've always loved his music. He's upbeat. It's fun. It's party music. It just makes you feel good. He has always some great words. He does. Great messages. He and does. It, it was definitely, it's like a party. <laughs> uh, and he did sing that. And... It was definitely a party. I mean, we, we had a great time, great people, great um, friends that we went with. And it was probably one of the one of the best positive, good vibe concerts I've been to in a long time. So if you haven't gone to see Pitbull, find time to go. Find those tickets. I guarantee you'll enjoy it. He just had a lot of great kind of small, like inter, intermittent messages yeah. during the time that he was singing, which I thought was great. He took time to speak to the audience. Um, I, I appreciated the fact that he addressed being a Cuban-American and that freedom is not free. He doesn't take that for granted. It's been the land of opportunity for him that we should all think the same mm-hmm. and that it's not race. It's one race. It's the human race. I, he just had a lot of really great, well, there, and he said there's one language, and that's music. Yes, I loved that. I yes. mean, he said music is a universal language. It brings people together, and it knows no race, age, gender, nothing. And and I love that because that's just music includes everyone, right? Yeah, so not during the week, we had a bunch of positivity that happened. Right. And with the whole, like, getting up the hill, overcoming challenges, handicapped awareness. So we're, we're experiencing that throughout this this week and that's why we're talking about it and we're, we're just trying to be like a real time kind of podcast real life kind of podcast also we're not going to just be scripted and all this stuff we're going to every week we're going to find stuff to talk about what we what we experienced i think we should preface that this is not scripted at all no it is not we just <laughs> go with rehearsed. the flow uh we we find out topics to talk about and later in the podcast or during the podcast the first part of the podcast but we always just want to mention how our week was also. Sure. So I think that bears mentioning something funny that happened while we were at the concert. And you you went to the restroom. And what what did you see in the handicap stall? <laughs> well, it was something I wasn't expecting. So, you know, I go into the go into the restroom and almost always the handicap stall 
is taken. And anywhere I go, airports, you know, but but who wouldn't want to go into a, a bigger stall? Right. But I mean, you always have some tiny stalls and all stuff. But when I looked at the bottom of that stall, <laughs> you know, because I sit like closer to the ground. I'm not standing up. I see four shoes. <laughs> I'm like walking around like this isn't right. And it looked like the same kind of shoes. I'm like, okay, maybe it's like a dad with his kid in there, like helping him out. <laughs> I don't know. Then I wait about 30 seconds to a minute. Okay, here comes this woman out there, and here comes the guy out there. <laughs> grown woman, grown men. In I the, don't know. In the bathroom. Yeah. In the handicap stall. I'm like, gosh, do I really <laughs> want to go back in there? What happened? <laughs> She just walked. She just walked. It's a men's restroom. She just walked out nonchalantly. When to go wash her hands, though? Who knows? She did or did not wash her hands. She did wash her That's hands. That's what I thought. She went straight to washing her hands. So I don't know oh, what happened. No, I we don't want to know. And so I'm like picking up my feet like I was walking. <laughs> like I, I, I don't know. There's 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 some, some there's some germs going on here. Oh wow. Yeah. I mean, we we had a good laugh, and when you came back and told me about that. We were both like that. That's podcast material, right that's there. Podcast right? material. I mean, you go to a concert, you go to use the restroom, and four feet, a man and a woman come out of the handicap stall in the men's restroom. I mean, that's podcast worthy, is that, right? Is that handicap awareness? Because <laughs> okay. you're in the handicap stall. Yeah. <laughs> well, I. Okay, so we talked about this too. This is a kind of a PSA for don't use the handicap stall unless it's the last option available. Because when we were at the airport coming home from Florida, I think what you went to three different restrooms. I mean, you had to go up and down like the, the walkway and, and I mean, you had to go find three different restrooms because they were all occupied. Somebody was using it to change clothing. Somebody was obviously camping out in there. And then, I mean, you just, and then somebody was just taking their time as well. Like you couldn't, or, or they weren't moving. Right. Yes. Yes. So like, Bear with me. So this one, <laughs> I had to go to the bathroom pretty bad. And it's kind of frustrating <laughs> going from one stall or one bathroom to the next, to the next, to, and then wait. But well, usually I wait. I have some little bit of patience. I'll wait a few minutes. But this is like when it goes on to like three, four, five minutes, like, okay, try to, I don't want to wait in there all day. There's other guys going to the bathroom. I buy the urinal. Like, okay, like this is embarrassing. I'm just kind of chilling there watching guys pee. No. <laughs> So that's why I tried to explore, but I just had to wait a little bit longer. This is the last bathroom I was going to try. Yeah. <laughs> well, finally... like I said, it's a PSA. Like, if you do not need the handicap stall, and I know that in women's restrooms, they put changing tables And they're probably in there. bigger stalls. They are, right? So, I mean, but you, could know. you could We could have a PSA, like, um, <laughs> make the other stalls a little bit bigger so that handicap stall doesn't always be taken. Right. Don't make it so attractive. Yeah. <laughs> It's definitely attractive. Look at that. Right. All that space in there. Right, right. So anyway, that was kind of funny that um, that, that was an encounter. And then, I don't know, did did we have anything else that was really... Did, did you have a, like a positive kind of message from a friend this morning or... Yeah, I mean, so I... Well, we were... It was a good friend of mine. We went to coffee this morning and she was sharing... Um, we were just talking about life in general and how... Things really are just different the past couple of years, and there's just a lot of, 
I, I mean, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I would say as a whole, I think people are just, they're more stressed out. There's a lot more sensitivity to things. There's yeah. just anger, frustration buildup. I mean, for a multitude of reasons, right? I mean, there's it's just- always like walking, also known as wheeling on thin ice. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And so we, anyway, we were just kind of sharing our, I guess, frustrations a little bit on just, you know, how people have become less considerate of one another and maybe attitudes have changed. There's less patience for people. I mean, there's still great things happening and and that's what we want to focus on here. But she was sharing with me that there was this TikTok about a guy that was standing in line waiting for to get his coffee and he was in the back of the line and there was probably four or five people in front of him. And mm-hmm. this guy comes through the door and just cuts him off and, and goes right in front of him. And normally I would react like, what is that guy doing? That was rude. Right. I think most of us would be like, hey. And, the, and we, wouldn't look, we would never look back at that saying that it's rude. Right. And so the, the TikTok um, was about this guy that basically said, hey, I could have handled this you know, maybe one or two of three ways I could have been a jerk and I could have made um, a scene, you know, like, hey, you just cut in front of me. I was here. Or he could have, you know, just kind of been scowly and, and unhappy about having being cut in front of. And and normally that, that that's, you, you would just understand that that's the reaction we'd have if somebody cut in front of you. Right. And so then he said, no, I I chose to choose joy. And I thought that was like, uh, right? I mean, what an epiphany. Okay, be joyful. And it's kind of like when somebody cuts you off in traffic, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, how many of us would give them a a middle finger wave or honk or get frustrated or or curse or what? I mean, you know, everybody seems to get very frustrated about being cut off, cut in front of. So this guy in the TikTok was saying, no, I I chose joy. I chose to give that guy grace and to say, oh my gosh, this guy must have been so excited to come into the coffee shop and get his coffee that he didn't see me. He's so excited to get his coffee. And, and that's just like it's just like donating to a charity. When you do something good for, and see other people happy and smiling, why not feel good about that? You know, even though they cut you off, if they're happy and, and about getting there and getting that, like I said, getting that coffee, be happy for that person. Or know? even if they're not happy, assume. Just assume that they are, right? And if, right? Some, and if somebody is angry for the day and they don't, and they're not joyful, you don't know what happened during during the day. You don't know how their morning started. You don't know what they're going through. Right. Try to understand that also. Right. I mean, it's like if we all just took a thirty second pause or a ten second pause that, to think about how somebody else might be, you know, their, how their day is going, like you just said. So the interesting part of that is that the you know at the end of the TikTok he is talking about how. Because he chose to be joyful and to give that guy grace and just to be like, oh, this guy is so excited to get his coffee and he didn't even see me and I'm happy mm. for him. He's going to get his coffee and be on yeah. his way and have a great day. The barista ended up giving the that guy that made the TikTok a free cup of coffee because he was just Good radiating. karma comes back. And that's exactly what he talked about was that karma doesn't have to be you know, this malicious thing. I mean, we'd all like that sometimes for people. Well, yeah, karma's going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> right. But 
then I also look at it like karma is going to bless you. Yeah, there's a good and there's bad. Right. So I just thought that was a, a great spin and a great reminder just to, you know, this this weekend, this next week coming up, just give people some grace, mm-hmm. right? And just tr- choose joy, I guess, if that's the message of Look, of Look this. for the happiness of people. Look for people being positive and you be happy about it yourself. You right. know, if somebody makes you angry, instead of reacting, respond. Yes, I love that. React, In- or I'm sorry, respond, don't react. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think it's time to get into the fun part of our podcast. So if you need a refill, you know, give yourself 10 seconds, yep. go get some wine, come back and join us. Um, martini also, you can get martini. <laughs> whatever, whatever, it's Friday night. Let's, yeah. you know, go crazy. Um, so we're going to talk about our dating app experiences and Nate's is much more, I would say interesting, interesting, extensive. Yeah. Frustrating. (laughs) Yes. You know, it happen. So I was always one of those people. uh, Well, I mean, I was married for so long that I never would have been on a dating app. Yeah. You never really experienced it. No, I didn't. And that wasn't the era that I grew up in at all. I mean, we, I was not, you know, like dating apps did not exist at And they really didn't exist exist for that long. Right. I mean, it was toward the end of me being single, like... I was going to say, when did... I mean, when did they really come out? Do you know? It had to be uh, 2014, 15, maybe. Where the apps became more popular. I mean, I know people... And more and more came out. I'm not sure. I can't be guarantee you on that year. But I think that was close to when it started coming out. Okay. I could be way wrong. It could be way earlier than that. Right. I don't know. We just may not have known about it. I mean, I, I know people that met online, you know, like where they had the online there forums. There was that MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> there are people that met on MySpace. Plenty of fish. <laughs> yeah. There was... Okay. See, I yeah. Some of these I'm not aware of. And there was also, I think, like, you know, like Omaha.com or Omaha Love or something like that. But, um, you know, their matchmaking has existed, but I know that the apps became more popular. And so Chris, something Christian... Mingle or something. Mingle. Yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot of them. There is. So... Um, when when you were on dating apps, I think what you were on like Tinder and Bumble. Yeah. Was there something else? No, Tinder okay. and Bumble were the only ones I tried. Okay, so and it talk was not, a little it was bit about not your experience. The good experience. Uh, if you can meet in person to somebody, or find people where you work, or find people where you go for an outings, or find people just going out and see them in person, that's your best bet. But I think that I mean, was but, the purpose, but, right? But some people have, but some people have dating. They go to dating websites. I think dating websites had a lot more people had more, more luck. Okay. I don't know of many people that have gotten to a relationship on Tinder or Bumble and um, stayed in it. I know some people that actually met. I know four couples that met on Bumble and are married. Really? Still married? Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess I wasn't aware of that. I learned something new every day. Now Tinder, on the other hand, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of fakeness on that. So and, and I will get into that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Nate, I I want you to kind of talk a little bit about you. You had put yourself out there, you know, like pictures and and what's it like a description? I I don't I don't even know how these things yeah, so work. How other Tinder than... worked, you put I'll put you like four or five, six pictures out there. And you can swipe right, swipe left. I think everybody, for the most part, Got knows that. that. Right. Um, 
so I I had my description, and at first, I always mentioned I'm in a wheelchair. I put that up front, and didn't work that well for me. But I did get a few matches, um, a few people I talked to. Um, when it came to meeting, they kind of just disappeared or unmatched me. No idea what happened. <laughs> I'm like, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden you disappeared. We were having a great conversation. Boom, gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they swiped right and found someone else. I mean, right. And then did you want me to go into my experiment, what I did, or let's probably go, let's go to that route first. So yeah. mm-hmm. when I wouldn't get many, you know, matches. So I kind of changed out my wheelchair pictures. I cropped them and I would just show upper body. You had had no idea that I was in a wheelchair. So I'm like, let me try this out. Let's see how, and then took out my wheelchair description. All of a sudden more matches. Interesting. And I'm like, <laughs> what do I, I mean, what do I even think about that? I mean, are, are, I just noticed a lot of people on that Tinder app, just shallow people. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously on Tinder, Bumble, you're going off looks because you have to go off looks at right, first. Right, right. There's really no chemistry. So that's why it's nice to meet somebody in person because you have no chemistry. You don't know how that person is. You don't know how that person talks. All you know is how they look. Right. You have no idea what their personality is. So I got a lot more likes when I would did not show my wheelchair. and you sh- And you should just know this. Right away when I messaged, we talked for a second. That first day I said, well, I just want to be up front with you. I'm in a wheelchair. You don't know how many times the next message did not go through. They're gone. Interesting, right? I mean, it, it, and agree, agree. Like there has to be some physical like, hey, that person's good looking. That's somebody I want to engage with, right? Um, I mean, that I think that's natural you know, in, in most settings anyway, but it is, it's very, and one of the things that I find just crazy and humorous and funny is that how many filtered pictures were on there? I mean, because when you and I worked together and I mean, you had been on the dating apps for a little bit and then, you know, you and I would kind of talk like at work and passing or at lunch or something like, Oh, okay, Nate. So who'd you, who'd who'd you you match with this week? (laughs) And can I, can can we just like sit here and let's swipe left or right and see who you match with? Yeah. And sometimes she wasn't very nice to me and she would swipe on somebody that wasn't so cute to me, but you know, whatever. Oh, please. She was just being mean. (laughs) Well, I, so, I mean, we did. She thought she was helping me out. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, nah, I can, I can spot a fake one there, I think. But, um, I mean, it was kind of fun and it was. It was humorous and entertaining for me because I'd never been on a dating site and I didn't even know what they looked like or how they worked. And so I remember you, you know, were showing me on Tinder if you, you know, swipe left, they're gone. If you swipe right, that you keep and then you match. Yeah. And so I think one day you and I were like eating lunch together or something. And so I was like, all right, I'll handle this for you. I'll, I'll take care of the swipe rights and the swipe left. <laughs> And I mean, I was So looking... I gave her my phone. <laughs> well, you were there. We that were... was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. So we, you know, I was looking at him and I mean, like I said, I couldn't believe how many filtered people, like filtered women, like, you know, I mean, silly filters almost. Like, So yeah, would... if, if you're filtered, that means you never want to meet somebody. <laughs> like, what are they going to think when they see you and you're 
picture as filtered as can be, <laughs> and you're not the same person at all. Have you heard heard of the show Catfish? Right. <laughs> there had to be a whole bunch of the catfish. Like, oh my goodness. Who is this person? You just never knew who you're talking to, honestly. Right. And I think the humiliating thing with that as a woman is that if somebody saw me in a filtered form, heck yeah, I'm going to look good. And then if they see me in public and they're like, oh, oh, ouch. Like, no, you don't quite look like your picture. Yeah, yeah. That'd be humiliating. I would rather... Do some airbrushing? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I you know, be who you are. But it that part was... Whatever floats your boat. Right. So... Another interesting thing happened is that you actually matched with one of um, someone that I knew, you know, from high school, I think it was, a a friend of mine. And it was funny because you're like, you know, you rolled down to my office and you're like, hey, do you know so-and-so? And And I was like, yeah. And you said, well, I matched with her on Tinder. And I was like, oh, great. I think it was Bumble. Was it Bumble? I think it was Bumble. And I was like, oh, great. I'm like, well, ask her out. She's cool, you know. And then I think think you might have had a couple of conversations. Told her you were in a wheelchair. <laughs> that, was, that, that was was that was the end. And that was a wrap. Yes. <laughs> well, I think. And then and then well, let me talk about. So we would we would go into swipe and right. We have conversations. A few times the conversation would last longer, even though I, they knew I was in a wheelchair. It would last a while. I would tell you this one time, and I was friend zoned. And a lot of times it would be friend. I friend zoned it quickly, and she 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 ended up getting my number. She was texting me. She actually wanted to see me at work, and I'm like, okay, I'm glad you didn't come see me at work. We have not met outside of this, and you just show up at <laughs> my work. That's a little creepy, but. Then she started showing me, yeah, do, uh, this is the dresses I found for my birthday and all this stuff. You're invited to my birthday. Well, yeah, I remember when you told me, I think you told me at work, it was a Friday or something, and you're like, oh, yeah, I met this girl. She's really nice. We've I didn't had, meet her yet. Or, I mean, you've been yeah. talking Yeah, I've been to talking, her. yeah. And you had good conversation, and you were like, I'm going to go to meet her for a birthday. She didn't live in Omaha. No. And so you are you were telling me you were going to go meet her, and I'm like, great, have fun, good luck, you know, and then... This happened with the dresses. So, yeah, she, she told me to pick out some dresses, and and I said, oh, yeah, I like this dress. She liked it, too. And so then, she was sending you pictures yeah, of the dresses. Yeah, of, of her and the okay. dresses. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, great, fantastic. You know, it's about your birthday. And then I think it's a day before or two days before her birthday. She goes, I'm sorry, I'm, da- I'm dating somebody now. And she's using that dress that she wanted me to pick out. To be with him, oh, I'm like, this oh. is this is frustrating, and I'm like, you don't ever get down or anything, and you, you still continue to go, and I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm about to give up on this app because this other time, which was the worst out of all of them, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for this? Because I had this conversation, and she was a mature lady, mature. She wasn't no young one or anything at all. She was like talking to me. We're about to. I literally showered, got dressed. She was saying she wanted to meet up. I got out of the sh- when I got out of the shower, got dressed. I had a text message. She goes, "I don't think I'm comfortable being in public with a guy in a wheelchair." Mm-hmm. Guys, that that hurt a bit. Yeah, because. 
out of the whole being friend zone, out of all the bad luck being unmatched, the wheelchair, non-wheelchair experiment, nothing really worked. And then she tells me that. And I'm like, may I ask why? Mm-hmm. And she goes, I don't want to be a caretaker the rest of my life. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, And wow. I am the person that you don't ever have to take care of. You support me just like any other relationship. You love each other. You support each other. You have fun with each other. Your job is to support each other and be with each other. I would never need a caretaker. Right. Maybe when I get old. As we all probably will. I mean. <laughs> In a nursing home, yeah. You you have a caretaker. Right. And for somebody to belittle me, to think I'm a lot less than I really am. That just that didn't like ruin me or it hurt a little bit, but more made me mad. Mm-hmm. How could somebody say that to someone without meeting them and not knowing their capabilities and talk with them and not having any chemistry or conversation with them in right. person? Right. Not getting to know somebody. I mean, I talk to so many people that they forget sometimes I'm on a wheelchair. I mean, I have that kind of vibe I feel, that kind of respect from people and that in just spread the positivity as much as I can, like one of our three mm-hmm. things here in the podcast. And that that just was the, one of the worst I've ever heard. Yeah. I mean, I sit there and think, okay, I I think it's important to be honest with people in a, in a dating situation if you're not feeling it or if it's not going to move forward or, you know, I mean, if there's something that is maybe um, just not a personality fit. Yeah. But for someone to just come out and tell you, I mean, like I said, honesty is (laughs) great until it's brutal and hurtful. I mean, you always say be brutally honest. Right. But really, do we need to be brutally honest? But you could also say, I I just don't feel comfortable. I don't, I think the wheelchair would bother me and I just don't, I don't, I want to be fair to you. I don't want to move forward with this and waste your time. Right. Agreed. Much. Why would you have to put that? I don't have to have to repeat it. No, no. But I mean, just, yeah, to say that they're, you know, not comfortable being seen in public. Okay. First of all, beyond shallow, in my opinion. Second of all, um, yeah, to, to insinuate that you would need the kind of care that they're going to have to somehow provide. Like, do you think everybody cool. in a wheelchair needs to have a caretaker? Right. That's just labeling. People. I know a couple of grown men that need caretakers yeah. and they are not in wheelchairs. We so. don't we don't need label. <laughs> no. No labels. So um yeah, I mean there there's some funny things that happened. There's, you know, humor in these situations. I, I would love to hear some experiences from our friends and people that are listening to this podcast. I mean, to comment on our Facebook page. I mean, that could be something that we'd address, you know, maybe at another time. And I, my my experience was very brief, so it was different, and I was you yeah, know much much different, much much different. <laughs> yes, so I I was newly separated a couple of years ago, and um, mine was not really from an aspect of wanting to go out and date. I wasn't looking for anybody. Yeah, I, I mean, I wasn't looking to date. I was looking more for someone to converse with, some conversation, just getting to know people. I had been um, in a relationship since I was 17 years old and married that person, and we were together for 22 years. So I really didn't have 
any dating experience outside of being married and, and you being just with had one happiness for a while. Yes, and so you didn't have to go through that mess, <laughs> right? You're right. I didn't, um, and and so I didn't actually have a, a dating history or a dating life. And so when um, I was on Facebook one night and just obviously bored, <laughs> probably having a glass of wine. And scrolling through Facebook, and I see that they added this section called dating. And so I clicked on it. And it's much worse for girls. I think there's a bunch of creeper guys out there. Oh, <laughs> wow. I mean, so one of the things I liked about it is I that... I just imagine. <laughs> <laughs> a girlfriend of mine, um, she met her boyfriend on Facebook dating. and Sometimes that works. It does. They're still together. And happily together, we'll probably end up getting married. I don't know, but... Um, We're getting married. We are getting married. I know. And we didn't have to meet We didn't have to be in any apps. No. (laughs) I mean, I was on apps, but we didn't meet there. (laughs) That's right. So she had told me about it. And one of the things that she liked the most about the app is that you um, you don't see your friends on there. Because that'd be a little bit weird. Right. And so, you know, like I said, I wasn't going on... I didn't go on Tinder. I didn't go on Bumble, Hinge, any of those because, A, I didn't want to run into any... um, Familiar faces. <laughs> um, and I Awkward. wasn't. Yes. And I wasn't exploring those apps for anything other than really just some conversation. And, yeah. you know, you like, you just kind of, I mean, you're, you're lonely. You're, like, yeah. You're in a tough time. You've been married for that long and all of a sudden it ends. Right. And it's not good. Right. And you just want some it, conversation. And you never had dating before. Just like maybe I should just explore a few things before I get into another relationship. Why not? Right. And so I, I was on Facebook dating for like, I, I think I started the app, probably had some wine, woke up with like 300 people like liking my stuff. And I was like, <laughs> now what? If, now, now, if you're a guy, three <laughs> likes in the morning, talk to every one of them. Right. But 300. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not proud of the 300. I'll say that much. Um, but they were all people I didn't know. Yeah. And so I quickly got intimidated because I was like, wait a minute, th- this is way out of my comfort like, zone. This is not my networking. <laughs> no, no, this is not my network of people. This is really uncomfortable. And then a couple, a couple of guys had sent me messages. I conversed with a few of them just kind of back and forth, um, which it was good conversation. But then, you know, I was just like, nah, I'm, I'm not going to go meet with them. It's a little and more dangerous for a girl. It is. I mean, you'd have to be really comfortable, maybe FaceTime somebody, maybe talk to them on video chat or something like that right. to know who they really are. Right. And I didn't even want to get to that step. So I knew I wasn't ready um, for that experience or that kind of, you know, I wasn't ready for dating per se. And so... Just to see what's out there. Right. You know? And I politely told them, you know, after conversing, you know, when they'd be like, do you want to go meet up? Do you want to have some drinks? Do you want to get dinner? I finally just said, you know what? I'm I'm really not ready for dating. I was just curious. May, may I ask, did you have any weird ones? I had some really weird ones. Did you have really weird ones? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I don't know. I think on all of them, you can set parameters as yeah. far as like age or... Well, you just know. like the other Tinder and Bumble, you can set your parameters. Okay. Yep. Or like distance between. Okay. So you can do that on Facebook dating too. And... I, I did not set my parameters to be between 60 and 70-year-olds. <laughs> oh, you forgot that. No, I didn't do that. And somehow they, they got they they got in. in there? Yes. So oh, I no. Facebook needs to work on that. Um, I think, you know, I mean, I set it for like a couple years younger, up to like five years older. And all of a sudden, I'm getting like these mid-60s and this one guy... <laughs> 
messaged me and he said, I love your hair. Can I brush it? And I was like, what <laughs> in the actual F just happened here? So how long did you stay on there? I deleted that? it that oh, night. I deleted oh, so it. Done. <laughs> that guy had some power. Okay, we're dead. Yeah. I was like, this is creepy. Um, some of the people were nice, but as soon as somebody wanted to brush my hair, I was like, what's next? A foot fetish? I mean, I just was, I was like, this is creepy. So I deleted it. I got back on maybe like a few weeks later just to kind of see if there was any new fish in the sea. Um, (laughs) Plenty of fish? uh, Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do that one. I think I was on there for about 2.5 seconds. And I'm like, plenty of fish? Oh, cool name. Like, (laughs) fish in the sea? Creative. (laughs) So, uh, that was the, that was the end of my dating apps and i not as interesting as mine, right? I guess. <laughs> no. And I'm okay with that. I no, mean, I... so, um, it, it's an interesting thing, you know, it's a, a very interesting world that we live in that we can so quickly swipe left, swipe right, move on, treat relationships almost kind of like they're disposable in mm, some ways. Yeah. Um, and, and you don't want to you don't want to look at somebody just for their looks too. I, I, you kind of as you grow older, you realize that. And sometimes when you are attracted to somebody a little bit, go meet them. But now th- these days, it's hard to trust anybody on mm-hmm. those apps. It's hard to trust meeting somebody online, or, or even in person. Truthfully, know. It, you it know, it is it's tough, and that's what's sad about these days. Is it's not how it used to be, right? And so um, that kind of led. You know, we we talked about from Tinder screwed, so that's that's the screwed over portion <laughs> to coupled, and so we again had met at work and parted ways for a while. I mean, I I went a different direction for work, and we I mean we still kept in contact a little bit. Yeah, but, I mean we're friends. I mean, right? And why why not keep in touch? Exactly, and I mean you know you kept in touch with me as far as just what was going on where yeah. where I worked and where you still were and you know, just things like that. But, um, it, it really does just go to show that there's so much value in connecting and being face to face with people and getting to know people. Yeah. When you have a friendship and you never know what it's going to end up like in a friendship going into a relationship at some point, you don't know if it's going to happen, but what, what better way to do it? When you know somebody for how long, even though you're just friends and, and get to know them and working together and doing all the keeping in touch. Yeah, it, it, I agree. You, you get to know each other a lot quicker than you think, you know? Right. And then, you you know, you get to kind of see the ugly side, too. <laughs> yeah, because you're just friends. It's like you, you fight, you find out this, find out this. Like, right. They're, yeah. Yeah. You're open and you're, you're honest. You're open and honest because you're good friends. Right. I was never trying to impress you. <laughs> no, no, no impressing me. I was like, no. like I, I'm married, so like, I'm not trying to impress you, so here you go. No, and even as friends after you know my separation, it was like, it, take me or leave me, Nate. Like, you know who I am. You know the good, bad, and the ugly, and I'm not pretending. Yeah, and, and it I just think, gr- it grew into that. Yes, I mean, I think there's we're just blessed value. to be with each other. I mean, now get engaged, getting getting married. I mean, it couldn't get any better. I hope we're both happy. I'm happy. <laughs> of course, we're both happy. <laughs> so we have a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. I guess my advice is that I, you know, I spoke in the last episode that I have some friends that reached out that they're going to be, 
you know, ending their marriages. And it's, it's not an easy thing. I don't, you know, I wouldn't recommend it. It's not the first, um, it's not the first avenue I would take. And, you know, I, I, I know we all have different journeys. And so I guess my advice to people who are maybe in their, you know, late thirties, early forties, or I guess any age. And I know I was, I was th- going through this. I was, as being a friend, you know, I was helping her through going through her rough time, you know, seeing her at her worst. Mm. I mean, it's not fun. Yeah, I, I mean, to go through that, I could tell the pain, mm-hmm. the hurt that somebody would have to go through, the dark, the dark, the dark, the dark, and they keep on thinking it could be dark. Right. There's no light at the end of the tunnel, but as you can know, she, Brianna, my fiance, can tell there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Never give up mentality. Right. Thank you. And I, like I said, I guess my advice to the people on the beginning spectrum of this that are maybe going to put themselves out there again to meet people or to go on dates, my advice to you is just go out and try to make a friend. Mm-hmm. Try to make a new friend because that truly, I think, is the foundation of everything. And if you are friends first, and you can find a mutual respect, and you can find ways to support each other. As don't they a always? Don't they always say, "I married my best friend." Yes, and so that's why it's so nice to have a friendship first. And it's and sometimes it goes opposite. I don't. I don't want to get together with my best friend. I don't want to get together with my good friend. Right. Well, you had a lot of female friends. Yes. You had a female best I was, friend. I was friend zoned. <laughs> I was always friend zoned. So yeah. I've had a lot of friends. But you you had a best friend in and Vegas been, that was a and, female. And I was always been awkward if we got together and dated. That's how, sometimes how it works. Right. But there's other friends, good friends. You don't you feel that you have that different feeling. Like, oh, you know, sh- we get along well. We have fun. Maybe this will work out. You have no idea at first, like right. she's married. I'm living my single life. I'm being right. on these dating apps, but it wasn't awkward. And that's how sometimes, and how how we are blessed to have that the comfortness of each other that it worked this way. Right, and and that's I I agree wholeheartedly, and that's why I I want to encourage my my newly single friends or those that maybe have been lacking in the in the dating. <laughs> winning yeah. section um, is is to start focusing on well first yourself you have to yeah you have to make yourself happy first right you don't try to make anybody else happy you have to be happy first right and you have to be authentically yourself for sure so that that is where I would encourage you to look is just to look at making some new friends and getting to know people without any expectations strings attached or or even, I mean, you said, even a key, the physical. you said a key word there. What's that? Be yourself. Yeah. You always got to be you. Mm-hmm. Do not let anybody change the person who you are. Right. Because once they do that, they think that they can change you and you, they could be the person they want you to be. But if they don't like or love the person that you already are, that's not them. Right. It's not the person to be with. Right. And I feel like that's. That is an, a huge advantage to being friends with somebody and then 
transitioning to a relationship. And I mean, you and I were pretty honest with each other. I, I remember telling you like, hey, if this doesn't work out, Nate, I mean, I don't want to lose you as a friend. You've been yeah. a great friend and a, a very to, close friend. Yeah, but you have to know that. Yes. I mean, this is not going to tear us apart. And that's what kind of gave us the confidence to move forward. Right, right. So I hope that that inspires someone. Um, so we're going to recap here and say, don't forget to choose joy. <laughs> yes. Be be like the karma guy, um, you know, getting a free coffee. Keep and, spreading that positivity. Right. Keep, keep spreading the motivation. Don't occupy handy stalls if you're not, handicapped stalls if you're not handicapped, unless it's an absolute emergency or you're changing a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly don't use it for extracurricular activities. And the third thing is that if you are in a situation right now where you're figuring out how to date or you're questioning maybe somebody who is not just like you, um, to give them a chance and become a friend. Yes. And Always s- give somebody a chance. If you're attracted to the person, don't judge them fully on their, I would say attractive person. You're going to be attractive, but don't judge them how you think they are. Get to know them. Mm-hmm. They could be the nicest person and the best person you've ever met. Right. And that's where that could happen. Something happens when you least expect it. Absolutely. And you're the nicest person I've ever met. (laughs) Aw, thanks, babe. And you're amazing. (laughs) All right, enough of that, right? No, 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 cheesy stuff. Yeah, we don't want to lose our audience here. (laughs) Um, So I think what we want to do is just talk about our upcoming episodes. We do have a few guest speakers that I am super excited to introduce. I mean, we're, we have we have ton of guest speakers that that we love to have on this show or podcast. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. It's going to be informative. It's going to be it's just going to be fun, right? So I know one of our our guests that will be coming up is going to be a man who is in a wheelchair that was suffered a spinal cord injury from an accident from falling off of his roof. So we're super excited, not about his accident, but about his overcoming. He's got an incredible story from from what I hear, and we're excited to have him share. We have a few other people that will be coming on that have children that um, we're going to hear from a couple that have a Down syndrome child Mm -hmm. and how they we're able to navigate with the support of the community, with resources, and with other people that were able to kind of walk them through what to expect. Mm-hmm. And now they're people that are walking others through what to expect. We're going to have a couple of your siblings on here talking about growing up with you. Oh, no. <laughs> That'll be fun. Right. <laughs> and then we also have just some, what I like to call community champions. Mm-hmm. People who are making a difference in the community that are spreading positivity, who are creating awareness about other either organizations or disabilities that are changing the trajectory of how we see things. So just a ton of good people. Yes. So I would say, um, you know, stay tuned for the next episode. I'm not sure in what order our guests are going to arrive yet. And if you have something that you'd like for us to address, I want to encourage you to go to our Facebook page. And comment. TNT, tits and tires. You can't, you can't miss us. Yep. We're watching. We're listening. We'll respond. (laughs) Yes. And so we'd, we'd like some feedback as far as what would be important to you. Um, so for now, I think we're going to sign off on this Friday, Friday night with a cheers. Thanks for for listening. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening. Everyone have a great weekend. We look forward to the rest of these podcasts. Good night. Thank you.